0: Seven holes survive the other Death Valley. Hey, how about a close call on the Bayou's Death Valley? And Bama, Bama again. All that and more coming up. Southern Roots Football Show. Southern Roots Radio. By the way, the name of the show, Southern Roots Football Show. Southern Roots Radio, right? On Southern Roots Radio.
1: Hugh Freeze is dancing on At the Auburn? sideline. At Auburn. Okay. All right. Looking like Elvis. And, and, and they, <laughs> what the hell? I kept saying, do what we do. Do what we do. Do what we do. No, I get on my O-Line forums and stuff on Twitter. You know, oh, I, you know, do you hear I, that chord? His O-Line forums. You know, I didn't know those existed. Hey, now,
0: is it, wait, uh-huh. is that where you're seeing all these pictures of uh, the belly and the maple syrup? No, I delete that. Oh, that's those. a, okay. oh, that's
2: <laughs> a but, completely different but, but, Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. ran up on. Hey, I, I don't know what you're looking
3: at,
0: <laughs> and welcome into the latest edition of the Southern Roots football show on location for this episode 5 season two week five of the football season college football season coming up this weekend. And uh, we are glad to be here. And our tailgate menu is always brought to you by Society of American Nostry And I want to remind you that hey, they've got this uh, really cool event coming up uh, for lay, uh, Veterans Day on November the 11th. It's called Fly Fest. Fly Fest. Now, guys, this is uh, it's going to be a cool thing. A ton of uh, musicians are going to be there, and it's going to be at the Lawrenceburg, Lawrence County Airport in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Uh, some some food as well, and uh, it's all to uh, honor veterans' uh, performances. Well, oh, this guy's a Velcro Pygmies. You guys are familiar with those, right? Velcro Pygmies. Uh, also, we've got uh, Sarah Mays, uh, the Amazon Band, and Roadside Mattress. All of that. Uh, so uh, check out uh, Fly Fest, uh, Happening Veterans Day, uh, brought to you by Society of American Nostria at the Lawrenceburg-Large Lawrence County Airport. Go to etix.com for tickets for the event. So there's our tailgate menu. And um, as we welcome you in, Jack Plant alongside uh, Trev McAnally, our wonderful host uh, for this particular episode. Trev, uh, many, many thanks. How you doing? Yes, sir. Doing well. Doing well. There we go. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Uh, strength, uh, Sweet and Strength, is that, what we, is, that, uh, is that what we call it? Uh,
1: the business, yeah, yes. Sweden Strength. Sweet and yeah. strength.
0: Uh, got, a, got an event, uh, a competition coming up this weekend. Yeah, this weekend
1: we'll be at uh, Nashville Weightlifting Club, got seven athletes competing, and go. we're gonna go whoop ass and let's go collect gold medals. Go, That's right. I like
0: it, I like it. All right, uh, Charles Sweden there, uh, Wes Brown, uh, wearing the orange strip on the on the headset. Um, very apropos, Wes. How are you doing, my friend?
4: Man, I'm good, man. Yeah
0: uh picks Good. this week uh you rants uh combination how we looking?
4: Ah, f- if i listen to rants <laughs> last week i went five two and one yeah and instead uh-huh. i went three four and one so rants caught him today. i'm not deviating i'm okay. not vetoing shit <laughs>
0: i don't we'll give see. a damn if we go oh and six we'll this is Rance's week we'll see all right Ron Koo. Uh, yeah and uh uh hailing from uh baton rouge louisiana the raging cajun himself the southern miss golden eagle uh mr cord Cole. cord how are you doing
2: i'm doing great speaking of five two and one uh, uh-huh. thank you guys for having me into right. your uh via zoom clean feed whatever it is to the back porch of mr trevor McInally. i love you guys and looking forward to another great show it feels
5: is. like a couple weeks ago don't it, Cord?
0: Mm. he's
1: He's taking in more right now than he did that week (laughs) weekend
0: You, you know fellas i ask you at the end of every episode you know what did we learn and um i typically don't give my two cents on what we learned but i did learn something from the last episode you guys curious what that is I'm going to tell you whatever, whether you're curious or not. I,
1: I got to quit drinking with you motherfuckers. That's <laughs> yeah, all. No, that's I, tell you, I tell you what I learned
0: not to listen to one of you damn fools. Because if I had stuck to my guns, Cord, you tried to get me to do this. That's if I had right. stuck to my guns, Alabama would have covered there. If yep. I had stuck to my guns and not going with Vanderbilt, would have covered there. Same two games would, for me. I would have been right there with Cord at 5-2-1. How do I, I you respond to peer pressure, J.P.? I was on the, the
5: black and gold yep. from you. You were the I one know. that was peer pressuring me the week before. Listen, <laughs> I had faith. I lost it. Anchoring down is real. But, but, in sh- track track. Man.
1: but I, I feel like that was the same for everybody in those picks. So you were picking the game, you're like, "Shit, I can see this going the other way." Well, that
5: goes back to what we said, man. College football was wide open, and
4: it's yeah, still
2: yeah. wide open. Still is, bruh. It still is. It. This is. It's is one of the better seasons I've seen in a long time. Who, 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 who's number one? You know, it. don't know. It, to me,
5: I mean, I think you still have your top four. Don't get me wrong. But, but like they're not head and shoulders of maybe better Maybe not. I mean, maybe not. And I think that might change this weekend. <clears throat> the thing is, is look at everybody from five all the way to 25, man. And some of those that are on the outliers, it they're close games. They're battles. Um, you know, me and Wes sat out here to – I don't know what time it was watching USC and Arizona State on Saturday night. And it's like, man, what is this? This is number one pick. Caleb Williams was amazing. But the rest of that team, dude – Arizona State took it to minutes. They night. did what they wanted uh-huh. to do. Yeah, and listen, here's the thing. We have a if we had a pick them with USC, I'm like, ew, I'm taking USC. I'm taking Caleb Williams. But man, it's wide open. It is. It really, really is. It's fun. It's good for college football. Um, I'm here for it, man. There Looking forward to another week.
0: Well, our our picks are wide open too. Uh Cord goes five, two, and one last week. Uh, yours truly. Uh above the Mason Dixon line, four, three, and one. Uh Trev West and Sweet, all three, four, and one. That one, of course, a push with Ohio State and Notre Dame. The Buckeyes were a three-point favorite, a flat three. They won by a flat three. Got to bring because, the hook in, yep. JP. Well, and also, too, you know, some, whether or not they should have kicked the field goal, they had to kick the field goal. Of course, you know, if, if Notre Dame, you know, they could have blocked it, could have gotten two points, so... There was a definite reason to kick that field goal. True. That extra point, rather. Not the field goal, but the extra point at the end. Nevertheless, we'll get into those uh, coming up. But overall, uh, Cord and Sweet lead the way 14, 12, and 1. It is a <laughs> uh, Yep, Wes at 12 and 14 and 1. And uh, yours truly and Trev won back at 11, 15 and 1. So only three wins separate top to bottom as we are four weeks in. So it is wide open for our picks this year. Uh, as we move forward. All right, let's let's uh, let's kick it off here and go outside of the SEC. We'll start with Duck, Duck, Buffalo. What do you think, you folks? Want me to start you,
2: you want me to start this one? Yes. Because <laughs> I told you all last week, I tried to tell you all, they aren't there yet. That It's not taken away from what Coach Prime is doing in Colorado, right? Their win total in Vegas was three and a half. They're going to beat that. Everything's good. They got players. But they they needed a little bit of humble pie. Mm-hmm. Because if you see those videos pregame where the kid's sitting over there laughing at Bo Nick's warming up, Shiloh yeah. Sanders is telling everybody, I'm going to whoop your ass and your coaches. I'm taking that coach and under. What you saw Wes was going to get me in under a round. I'm taking that coach in under 30 seconds against <laughs> Shiloh. They're walking across the field doing all that. The humble pie hit them, guys. And and, and no Travis Hunter. Again, is Coach Prime going to get it right there? Absolutely, but that was that was just made for the taking, and I don't even know if that game was as close as the final score said.
5: It wasn't at all. Yeah. And here's the thing: it's not Coach Prime getting it right because he's already had, he's got it right. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, you know I what mean, I'm saying. there was I seen something on Twitter, guys, and it was it was uh, more people watched that ass kicking than yeah. the Bama Ole Miss game at the same time. You know, and they followed it all the way through. That is the prime effect. I think you look at what Prime did in coming out and beating that TCU team that's huge, that puts them where they were on the map. And then, you know, you had the thriller with Colorado State. Um, like you said, no Travis Hunter in this game, but I didn't see the blowout the way it was. But it goes back with Prime. Prime flipped that roster. He did a hell of a sure, job flipping sure. that roster. But it goes back to at that level, man, you got to win the offense and defensive lines, and you've got to have that depth. And this game exposed that.
0: So, so, question now, you know, obviously, prime in Colorado, the headline story. How good is Oregon, though? Dan Lanning with that, that pregame speech, you know, bringing the cameras in for that? Uh, a that that's what I, that's what I, I was about to say. Mode. I yeah. think
1: I think it's more on Dan Lanning getting his players, hey, we're focused on doing it between the whistles. You know, they, they put out a pretty damn good uh, social media post where they kind of like did the Dion thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was freaking solid, you know, and history's wrote by, you know, the fucking winners. So, you you know, of course, they can control the narrative, but it it seemed like, hey, Colorado was cocky. They were coming out, talking crap to uh, the strength coach, (laughs) was <laughs> over there stretching it, going, Hey, they don't even deserve your f-ing time right Oregon, now. <laughs> Oregon came out looking like yeah, they that's had. the one
2: Shiloh said he'd kick his ass to. Yeah, too. yeah.
5: Like, hey,
1: bro, you might want Oregon to. Oregon came up. out looking yeah. like they had
5: DeAnthony Thomas and Michael James on offense yeah. right there, man. Like it was it was 12, 15 yards a pop early.
1: But, but shout out to Lanning, man. I mean, he, he had his boys focused and ready to play, and they they are bought into whatever the hell he's selling.
5: That's, you know, to your point, sweet on Lanning, he. I love the pregame stuff, and I love the little media thing they posted out. But his interview after the fact, him coming out and saying, you know, somebody asked him, you know, hey, man, what about the fake punt? What about going for two? And he's like, hey, this is what we do, man. I've done it three out of four games. If we're in the opportunity to win a game, he said, I don't care if it is my 10-year-old nephews or whatever he said. He said, listen, I'm here to win. That's all that matters, and I'm going to call my game the way I call my game, regardless of who we're playing. And he also sat there and said, listen, hey, Kudos to Coach Prime. Kudos to Deion. Kudos to what they've done because it's better for college football. It is better. And he acknowledges yeah. that. But I love the fact, man, it's like, you know, I say do what we do, do what we do. But him coming out and saying that's like, I don't mm-hmm. care who I'm playing, man. The goal is to win the game. The goal week in, week out is to be 1-0. And Dan Landing come out and said, hey, we're going to be 1-0. And he ran it, man. He, he, he sold it to his team. And they believed and they achieved. They played Point for wins, game. not for clicks. Yeah, I mean they could have had said.
4: four Travis Hunters in the secondary and still get. <laughs> f- yeah, it wasn't Travis Travis Absolutely. Hunter, I mean th- he's unreal. I mean it didn't Oregon matter. Oregon took, come out, took control of this game from the opening it, kickoff. It didn't, it didn't and matter. The Colorado, was on from
1: the start. Colorado gave up seven sacks. I mean you cannot win a game no. giving up seven sacks. I mean no. I don't care who you are.
2: It's one on both sides of the line of scrimmage. No, and I, and I would, and I wasn't just saying that Coach Prime doesn't have the guys there yet. That's that's not what I was getting at. It's just like like what he's done for Colorado and has the eyes, the viewership. I mean, shit, we sat on your porch till damn, damn near one thirty watching that shit two weeks ago just because of the effect that he has on it. But everybody, I mean, the people that the media and everybody's throwing out like, what are they? Are they going eleven and one? Are they going undefeated? It's like, whoa, pump nah, the that's, that's clickbait, is what that pump is. And, 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 and pump I'm break. with you, Punk. You're probably on, gonna see it again this weekend. Yes, I mean, hey, it's a big game. It's a big, big game big for news them back there. USC but again, we were to just town. talking about that USC thing, like.
5: What, what are they going to do? What is USC besides Caleb Williams? I think Caleb Williams is still one of the most sure- Alex Grinch, and that should tell you everything you need to know. one, do. going into that, like, dude, he is a stud. The thing is, is us watching that game, we're sitting out here talking and we're, we're picking it apart a little bit and we're looking at it. What Caleb Williams was able to do against Arizona State, getting pressure, getting rushed, man, dude, being composed and still going yeah. downfield, going through his progressions, it wasn't a uh, you know a Johnny Manziel or an RG three. No offense to those guys, absolute ballers, Heisman Trophy winners, but him, what he does, what Caleb Williams does, will translate to the NFL based off his early showings already. And the thing that USC has to clean up is the same thing Prime has to clean up is you have to win the line of scrimmage, point blank. And that's going to be a struggle for both teams come Saturday.
0: All right. uh, Pac-12 certainly on full display and uh, well-deserved. Elsewhere, as part of our opening kickoff, Florida State holds on uh, to defeat Clemson in overtime on the road uh, at 31-24. What a game. Um, Yeah, and and 11 a.m. kickoff, uh, noon local there. But, um, you know, Florida State, uh, a couple of close games back-to-back weeks. But, you know, championship teams, West, uh, they find a way to win. I mean, you know. You could go through every championship team except for maybe Georgia last year that you know has a close game or two. It's part of it, right? Yep. You, you you just get the dump and yeah. move on.
4: The fact that they never led during regulation, get the overtime and get the win, says a lot about their maturity. I mean, they've got a, not, a lot of new faces on this team. And Norvell's got the guys rolling, man. They got them believing. This, this may not look like the Seminoles of old, but it's freaking neat, man. Like me growing up, Florida State's always f***ing stout. To see them back up in in the top five and playing and winning ball games, I feel like that's where they should be.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think never leaving that game, man. I mean, I, I haven't looked at the official box score, but, I mean, what we watched. I'd put a lot of money on it that said Clemson probably won every oh, that, category besides the final yeah. score right yeah. there. And it's one of those things as you talk about, you know, General Newland's maxims, and you talk about what you've got to do to win a game, and that's, you know, special teams and winning the turnover battle. What was the difference in that game? It was a turnover battle. There was one turnover in that game, and it was one of the the biggest ones I've seen in a long time. You know, number four on defense coming off right there. Making that sack, picking it up, taking it, housing it. Made that game what it was. The second difference in that game, and I'm going to switch it to sweet, Keon Coleman, man. I don't think he got 100 yards, but when they were in trouble, when they needed a big score, when they needed a big pickup on third down, they found four. He got the ball to him, man. Jordan Travis did a great job of that. Keon Coleman is a difference maker.
4: Yeah. Point dude. period, man. 14. Dude. 14, 6'7. Yeah. Yeah. Huge uh, body. Like, match, I mean,
5: could
4: you unreal. imagine? Can you imagine? being a quarterback
2: a there? Or just being a quarterback, being like, hey, I got six seven anytime I need to throw it up. And Keon <laughs> Coleman, who's just an absolute fucking <laughs> dude. Like, I mean, that, that that's just one word to describe Keon Coleman, dude. And yes, it hurts he's from Opelousa's Catholic you know, right down the road, 45 minutes. But, I mean, he wasn't that coming out of high school and then all of a sudden he turns into that. Like, Jordan Travis is over here just being like, hey, these – I mean, and, hey, kudos to that kid because he was not 100% going in that game, didn't play that game 100%. And it's been, what, seven years since they beat Clemson? You know, and it's, it's one of those, yeah. if not now, win. They went out and they found a way. They stayed in the game after getting down and came back. On the road, too. Yeah, that's all. And that's a good environment. You know, but, it's not a Death Valley, but it's good and bad. But I feel like that's the
1: takeaway. If you are FSU and you're coming in, you're like, yeah, I don't really like how we won. We won, moving on to the next week. But hey, things weren't perfect. You can clean it up next week, and you can have a whole lot better ball club going into the next. That that's that's much, yeah.
2: much rather learn after a W than after a loss. Yeah, exactly. So
1: hey, hey, you made it out, you know. You know, it might not have been the offense. You know, putting you in good positions or special teams. Defense came up clutch here and there. And you know that that's, you made the plays when it counted. Yeah, you I mean, made. That's the, what yeah, happened. That's what you do. And you know, we're do.
5: sitting here talking. You know, and that's kind of good free show to talking do. about how college football is wide open, man. I, you know, outside that, take away this take away Georgia, take away their wins, man. The best team right now in my book is Florida State, based off the two their best resume. Wins in the country. They, 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 got they, the two they, best wins they in the hammered LSU. Absolutely, a bent them over and hammered LSU, and they in come the around and go half. into a death alley. in the second half. <laughs> don't <And then, laughs>
2: that's, that's yeah, you you the hey, game. You're, so trying to, listen, you're trying I'm, to spark am, it up. I'm a trying bit. to get you a little riled up. <laughs> it's listen, okay, I cool know, but they were better than us. They were.
5: They were. And the thing it. is, is you have a close game right there coming off of it, and then you come into this game in a hostile environment, one of the best environments in the past what ten years. I mean, they've had it going on. And, you know, us talking about it last week and even leading up to it, it's like, man, this line's too low. This line's too low. There's no way this line should be where it is. And Vegas is good. It, dude, it turned out to be right there <laughs> with it, man.
4: We can't, we can't move on from this game without talking about Dabo Sweeney – this could be really good. or This could be really bad. This kicker. Hey, listen.
5: What well, a neat I, story. I wish Tate but Phillips the- was oh, standing right. there. Yeah, ah, he had You
2: sense. just knew it was coming, though. The, it, the <laughs> commentators wouldn't shut the hell up. No, like, if they knew, said it one time, they said the it six was, or seven was, times. You I, knew the miss you was can't,
1: You can't bring it up that many times and it not happen. Here is the thing,
5: though. Kudos to that kid, like Wes said. We can't talk about. We can't move on without talking about it. You know, the kid had a um, an accountant job at uh, was an ally in like New York. Yeah, Dunn had an apartment, everything. And I loved it that, you know, Dabo calls him. I think it was Dabo's boy that said something to him and said, hey, um, the kicker's still got eligibility. You know, let's give him a shout. He calls him and says, hey, I just signed this lease on my apartment, Starting to start about to start my job with Ally. and I hope it's Ally. I'm pretty sure it's Ally. But <laughs> it's start, start, with, start <laughs> like, with, Like Sweet
2: would say, it doesn't it
6: matter. It doesn't matter. It's the principle of it. <laughs>
5: But he started about to start his job. And, then, um, you know, the quote was they're talking about it on game day and stuff. And obviously the announcers, the whole game, they say, hey, I went to my boss and was like, man, listen, Dabo just called. I've got a chance to go kick for Clemson this weekend. And he's like, I would be disappointed if you didn't. But no I'm coming say, to the game. But I'm coming the shit. Didn't the boss make it?
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was in the box with the family. Was he not? I, well, that was yeah, that's at least the one rumor. One I, that's he what that the announcers
5: let us to believe anyway. I'm assuming
4: he can afford it. It's just a a, a great great story because he come in, he booted
5: his first one, booted the PATs, did everything right, man. I hate it for that kid at that point. Um, But, you know, coming coming off, not even the bench, man, coming out of the grandstands, out of left field, and just just stepping on on Monday, going (laughs) through it. That's what they said. They said he came through, and, you know, he kicked well all the way through, I think, Tuesday, you know, through Thursday, Friday. And the first time he was in, like, live pads and stuff was – Game time, out there pregame, and you know he boots it. You know that's that's a cool story, man. That's the beauty of college football, man. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better.
0: Maybe Davo uh, should go into the transfer portal. Oh, uh, he <laughs>
1: huh? should. Hey, got it, to be yeah. able to supplement yeah. your hey, roster. J, J, I, JP, I'm, before we move I'm, on, I'm, uh, shout out. To my boy Alex Atkins. He's the OC at Florida State, former UTM alumni getting inducted to the Hall of Fame this week. Let's go. Awesome. Let's go. Hey, terrible week to bring up. He's the OC, but you know, I'm proud I'm proud of him, man. He was a GA at Martin when I first got there and he left early. But I mean that's a it's cool to see. Yeah, it is awesome, man. And by the way,
2: can we change it to Dead Valley now? Because they are
6: done. Mm. They are
2: done. That's it what you
4: come. thought in October eighth last year. But. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, All right. Forty no,
0: uh, no. We, we, yeah, to thirteen. But, but, I get.
2: I know the score. You don't have to f***ing tell me. <laughs> I mean, we will tell you if you want to know one I mean, more time. I, I got it. I know it. I got yeah. brew at the zoo Friday. I I, I remember. It's, it's it's around this time last year. <laughs> Y'all have a great night.
0: You started. Cord, it. You did. You started. Cord, you you what sh- it on. what shade of jersey do they wear too?
2: Who's that? Mm,
0: okay, thank you. All right, so we move on. Uh, Buckeyes, Buckeyes escape South Bend, uh, seventeen to fourteen, and you know, going in what a, a top ten matchup and um, crazy, crazy game, and how this one ended. In Notre Dame only with ten players on defense the last two plays.
5: Yeah, uh, let's talk
0: about Ryan Day. Uh, Going after Lou Holtz <laughs> in his post game <laughs> uh, on the field uh, comments, and uh, it was um, you know it's it, it was a fantastic game and, and, a, and a, a shining example of what you know big time college football should be all about. Uh, w- what did we learn from this? I, you know, we we were kind of split on this one. Uh, if I if I'm not mistaken, as I'm looking back, it was. Um, Where's the Notre Dame? Yeah, we we were three and two. Three of us went with Notre Dame. Two went with Ohio State, and and it was a push. Ohio State with the touchdown and then the the extra point uh, as time expired to win seventeen to fourteen. So, who wants to go with this? I mean, what, what uh, did you take from this? I mean, I,
1: you take from it. I think they're both top ten teams right now. They had two quality clubs coming together. I mean, it was a slobber knocker. I mean. Uh, it, you cannot excuse only having ten people in the game last two plays of the game when it freaking mattered. I mean that. that you can't. Like, you can't. Like, like, you take like, it back. Like, two weeks yeah.
5: ago, they had the same issue. Yeah, and, and that is a. Yeah, problem. I guess
1: T S U. Yep. I guess what, TSU. What's
5: that?
4: What's that get down to, Cord? if he's it gets okay done. yeah I'm going to tell you what it's right, going to get let's down let's come on I'll give it to you because
2: Don't worry, I've been no, waiting no, on this Here's my thing Trevor, I'm interrupting you this week Just like you interrupted me last week I never one time said that he was not a good coach That couldn't win the big game This man is bringing the seats this week I said the first game I said it I said this job was too big for him Being his first job that's all I said. And that right there, coming out of a timeout, proves it. I'm sorry. I think he's a great coach. I think Notre Dame head job for him as a first-time head coach is too big for him. And I'd be gosh dang if that doesn't prove it. If he goes back and proves me wrong down the years, that's fine. But if you come out of a timeout with the game on the line and have ten men on the field as a defensive coach – Piss poor. That's on you. I'm going to
5: agree with that you that. That is enough. on you. It was pissed poor. Here's the thing. <clears throat> what Marcus has done at Notre Dame with a talent turnover and building that offensive line and that defensive line is better than what it was. That coaching malpractice is inexcusable. As that is inexcusable, let's go back to right before then, They or the drive before then, they have a chance, Notre Dame does, to put the game away, right? <clears throat> they have a chance to put the game away or be damn close to it. They throw the ball on second down, yeah, and, and stop the clock instead of literally running the ball behind that offensive line, which and they had done
0: pretty much all game the entire yeah.
5: time. Listen, then that—that's what I was about to get to. But that—that that was the coaching malpractice to me. Don't get me wrong; ten men on the field is absolutely inexcusable back-to-back Twice. plays, especially coming off a timeout, third time this year, inexcusable, cannot happen, piss for it. And, and I didn't like Marcus's answer to it, saying, "Hey, I didn't want to, you know, I yeah, didn't want to give him a free a play on it." And saying, now we're going to this week. I've already talked to my, my near cornerback saying, hey, if we see that, we're going to give him a signal where he can bump the receiver. No, that's piss poor, man. That's an excuse. He's got to be better than that. But when they had the ball right there, you cannot, You do what you do, man. They've dominated the line of scrimmage the entire night. You do not throw the ball. Do not stop the clock right there. You run the ball, force them to burn that timeout, and then you still got a chance to put that game away before Ohio State ever gets the ball back. Point blank period. Thing I took away besides that, Notre Dame's offensive line, Notre Dame's horses in the backfield, they can go. They dominated that line of scrimmage. Kyle McCoy, we talked about him a little bit last week. Bad. Dude, not good. But, hey, when he's got time in the pocket, dude picked Notre Dame apart. He didn't.
4: What's our, what's our thoughts on Sam Hartman?
5: I'm listen. Come on, I mean, No, listen. Every, I'm, I'm still I, I'm still behind Sam Hartman. I, I listen, what Sam Hartman did and you know, uh did they
4: gave him a chance did they match, him a chance to really to they, re- and I'm asking. I'm not no, saying. I'm, I'm saying, just see, asking I, everybody else and that's, thoughts. That
2: that goes against Trevor's thought a while ago is you have a guy like Sam Hartman? Not at the end of the game. That play. Not a,
5: no, not on second down, court. you do not do that, man. You run the clock. What's better? 40 I, I, seconds off
2: saying I can see why they would do that. I could see. I mean, you have, you have the you have the the be- what the have you done, But hey, we're,
4: we're, we're one of the best quarterbacks I've had in, we're in quite some time. We're in the
2: fourth
5: quarter. In what time. has dominated the game? What has dominated I the game? And all you're doing right now is trying to burn clock with the lead. You're up fourteen ten. You run that ball right there. Period. I, I,
4: I don't hate it. I mean, you're at home. I mean, you you've got your guy. Put the game let him make a play. Right Put the, the game day. away. And
5: listen, Hartman, you got to let him loose a little bit. Hartman comes off of that cost and that for us, you know, that slow mesh yeah. concept. One thing Hartman does a great job of is standing in the pocket. Um, he'll get hit in the mouth, man. He'll still deliver a ball downfield. Um, but it, I still think you got to you got you got to manage the game better at the end of that. And that that is another fault that goes back to the head coach's shoulder on and the OC shoulders. With Freeman, man, I was like, I, coaching malpractice affected that game just about
2: more than anything, in my opinion. I think that game just goes out and shouts exactly what we were talking about before, the show. Between one and fifteen, there's not a team that can line up on the field right now and not beat another. Yeah, I'm not I'm, hating, I'm it. It. and listen, I'm
5: still, I'm still back, and I, I still like Marcus Freeman. I think Marcus I think Freeman's a done a heck coach. of a job. That's just and too he, big of a job, for bro. It. He's coming in. He's already flipped the roster. It's gonna happen. He's gonna get there. A lot of ball left, Cord. A lot of ball left. Absolutely. I'm Absolutely. with you, man. That was a tough loss. That that was something that I did not see happening. On Saturday, no.
0: Real quick, first uh, first inclination. Notre Dame still have a chance at the playoff.
5: They're gonna have to run the table, obviously. Yeah. I mean, they don't.
2: Without I having a do because of the game. way the rest of college football is.
5: Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Georgia could slip up hypothetically. One uh, lost Notre Dame without a, ch- a conference championship. The championship they dominated, if they dominate it, if, if they come through and they dominate the rest of their schedule, yeah, they absolutely have a chance because you don't know what's going to happen through the other conferences.
1: Hey, I mean. Uh, who gives a shit? Why is Ryan Day caring about what an 84-year-old, <laughs> senile because old Because, let's honest, nobody said? cares. Holt. Fucking I'm fucker, man. Nobody and cares. And that's why I hate the Sunday. Why, 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 why are you wasting energy on that? Because yeah. Lou Holtz I mean, man. they put his old ass on fing exactly. game day and they he is being every, every week. Holt. And that's that's one of the personal reasons why I hate
4: Notre Dame. It's cause he Thanks. is such a fing homer and every go, time Wes. Notre Dame gets put in a spot where they Get have out, everybody's fing attention, they shit the bed. He's and that's why, and and Lou Holtz continues to come out and slurp all over the fucking microphone, and act <laughs> like never Dame below. They f***ing yeah. don't. I'm not, they, and I'm uh, sitting here as a Tennessee uh, alumni, a Tennessee fan, talking about that. Look, Notre Dame's been there way more in Tennessee, but shut the f up about Notre Dame, Lou Holtz. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm sorry, that's, that, that
4: pisses me off. That's a button I didn't let's expect. Go, I was pushing. I'm not. There's I'm gonna, gonna be a we're
6: going to cut we the cord the with West, West segment one. this week.
1: I'm Boom. sorry. Aye, aye. blank, period.
5: JP, you're not wrong, You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
2: Jesus, on. I'm sorry. All right. You yep. sounded like the cut the cord segment I'll, uh, right there.
0: I'll have this uh, this episode edited by next week. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we, we, uh, okay. well, That's all we get for broadcasting
5: on the back be. porch. <laughs> it just feels like a normal Saturday <laughs> <out there>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But you know what? But is but yeah, rent, somewhere in the belt. That's, right. Right that, that's <laughs> at the heart of this podcast because it's like a bunch of guys are sitting around at a tailgate, well, which what is what it is. It is. Man. And that's I, what everybody down here. That I truly believe that we exude that on a weekly basis, so uh, it's it's all part of it. All right, uh, hey, listen. Shit, uh, I've been
1: trying to be professional the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, let's go into the SEC and uh, the Battle of the Boot Court, another three-point game. Your, uh, your Tigers pulled it out, though, and do what champions do, my friend.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, let's just start it right here and then we'll go to an Elite Offense. We're we're one of the better offenses in the country and it keeps getting better each week. It started slow. Uh you give me Malik Neighbors, you give me Brian Thomas, you give me Jaden Daniels with a little Frickin bit of freaking dogs, man. And like mm. all them all them guys say like just let that let those cats eat. Um defense got some things to clean up, but what I do like, this is what I will tell y'all. Deshaun Womack, freshman, five star edge rusher started getting some time this week. Wit weeks in the middle. I don't know if y'all gotten a chance to get on Twitter and see his interview this week. We don't get to see a lot of freshman talk. Kid is a fucking a, a G when it comes to interviewing. Um, uh, Harold Perkins coming off the edge. K.J. Jefferson's good, man. He's really good. And we had some busting coverage. The DBU thing still should is, is should be put away in the lockers. Um, but the team's getting better each week. And like I said earlier, we're, we're not going to apologize for an SEC win. But that offense is elite. Can our defense get to average?
1: That, that's what was going if through my mind all If our can get week. to
2: average, then we're going to be a great team. But our defense right now still has some up. But you see a lot of new players playing. And I, this this week's going to be a test. This week's going to be a test, but I can't wait to see them play. But that offense, that offense can score on anybody at any time from anywhere on the field.
0: So, a Court, I just want to – Get your thought on this. Arkansas, this is more about being a rivalry and about uh, the two knowing each other and just the – I mean, obviously history says that this is going to be a close game, so it has nothing to yeah, do with exactly. coming into the game and, and Arkansas having lost to no. BYU. This is a rivalry, right?
2: I, I mean, it's, it's uh, – to why it was sounds, so close? This, this sounds so terrible to say. It's a rivalry for Arkansas. That's why it was close. Like, yeah, those I mean, guys come to and when they, they they shoved us on that Friday for years after Thanksgiving at one thirty when the SEC started and and we, we I mean they've I mean it's shit in two thousand seven Darren McFadden and Felix Jones and Peyton Hillis ran all over us. Those guys always play us tough. Who man. did they not run Har- over? It took yeah, that's it took Harold. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It took Harold Perkins everything he could last year to win that game for the Tigers. Uh, we just started slow in the in the defense. They KJ Jefferson's a dude. He is. Like dude. He kept them in that game, and and our DBs just aren't there right now. There's there's too many mental breakdowns. But yes, yes, to your point, JP. It, it was just another tough game, and and I, I'm surprised that. I mean, we say that about the defense, but they held us in it. They held them to a few early field goals to to get our offense a chance to get the clicking, and and then Jaden and BT and Malik started making plays, and it was over with from there. Uh, only only the second time two teammates have had a. 130-plus yards in a game for the Tigers. The only other time was Justin Jefferson and uh, Jamar Chase. So pretty good company Hmm. for those two. Yeah, I'd say so. For sure. Absolutely.
0: All right, so we'll have certainly more about the Tigers coming up in our pick six as uh, they take on LSU this weekend in Oxford. Uh, elsewhere in the uh, Southeastern Conference, Bama uh, flexes in the second half and back to being Bama. At least, uh, perhaps I don't know. I mean, a double-digit win here it was a seven. It was a single-digit spread at home for Alabama, and a lot of question marks coming in about the offense, quarterback Milroy. And uh, second half, they kind of went back to being Bama. Would or. Let me answer your question Wh- real quick. One, is where are we? Back? No, I don't they're know. not
5: because that first half was piss poor. Question. They still do not have an identity on offense, man. They do not at all. That first half did not look good. If anything out of this, that I took away from this game is that somehow, some way, Lane Kiffin did not have that offense ready. I don't think shine broke no 55, 58 yards right there running the ball. You know, Dart, Dart didn't get up there. That was that was the Pittsburgh execution on my part. You look how the first half ended down there in the goal line and giving Bama just opportunity after opportunity. I mean, dude, the thing with Bama, and the question was, JP, if I'm not wrong, is Bama Bama? No, they're not. They are gonna play with any team that they line up against. Do not get me wrong. They have to figure out the quarterback position. And Buckner's not it, and Simpson's not it. So, tailor your offense around a guy like Jalen Milrow that can absolutely dictate a game if you let him dictate a game. Let the dude loose, man. We talked about it with Daniels earlier um, this year at LSU, man. You can't put him in a phone booth and let him play. Let him go. Let the guys around him make plays based off that. And that's where they struggle. They're going to be in for some tight games down the road. But I will say this, if Bama can figure that out, if they can find that continuity in offense with Milrow, they will be okay. But Bama is not what Bama was at that point.
0: But but this is a positive though for Bama because coming in there were so many question marks from you know. There's still question marks. Outside. Yeah, but but it was uh, you know people. So many people thought Ole Miss was going to win this game. Yeah, and, and Alabama on, I, won by. I, that, and that's they what won I'm going saying, away. though, JP. That,
5: that's what I'm saying, man. I feel like that's on Kiffin. All this leading up about it, we talked about Kiffin, 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 Kiffin. I, what Kiffin's done. Wes hit on it last week about motivating the guys. We know he's a motivator. We know he's got, and we know he's a scheme guy, man. You look everywhere he's been; they score points. But he put his guys in a phone booth on Saturday night, and honestly, he called conservative. Yeah, and that got them beat ultimately.
4: The best thing that he that I noticed when I got to see it firsthand, he is a master at creating matchups and creating space and creating space and creating matchups with his with his guys, creating mismatches and. Holy shit, we, we saw it in one drive. Dude. Uh, and I then mean, the rest oh. of the game, that, I think I've got more questions about Ole Miss than I do Alabama. Yeah, yeah that's I what, agree that's with what, that what I was going to say.
1: I think it's more Alabama still what we what we thought they were, you know, the past two weeks. Ole Miss, I think that's what everybody's going to be down on coming into this week. Is like, I uh, agree you, with you, that you, 1,000%. You, you can score on lesser competition, but whenever you get up against the big boys, the Alabamas and Georgias and, you know, the top in the SEC, you're you're, you're going to struggle a little yep. bit. I mean, they couldn't stay on the field. I mean, the they they converted like two or three third down conversions. I, I don't may, even know I mean, if they, they had
5: more. They may, they had three. I don't know if they had more. Yeah,
1: than I two. mean they, they they struggled really bad on that, and they even had to go to fourth down several times and risk it. I mean, they they struggled to stay on the field and score points. I
5: think you look at it with a Kiffin and with what he does. And Wes hit on it a while ago is you know creating matchups um, with your playmakers, right? And when you run a you know, pretty tempo offense like Ole Miss does or even like a Josh Hypo at Tennessee, you've got to get your playmakers the ball, period. And it is a it's a sin that <laughs> Quinn Judkins did not get the ball more than he did on Saturday night. It, whether it was out of the slot, whether it was out of the one-back so whatever it was, man – You let your playmakers eat, and I think Kiffin failed to do that Saturday night.
1: Preacher Trevor over here. Yep.
2: I mean, see the the day Ole Miss is going to Ole Miss, right? I mean, why are we so shocked? I know we all took them. I know we all took them.
1: But I think but we all, cur- we all cur- I cur- good I felt good about it. I felt good about it too. Oh, I, I was about, about to say it's not. Oh man, it's a at the end Ole of that, Miss. I
5: said
2: we're all going to be wearing clown noses next yeah. week. But here's
5: the thing: I is mean, we thought that we thought that it would be points. We thought Alabama would figure out the offense; Alabama they would have it schemed out. Right. They didn't do nothing. No, it was on Kiffin. It wasn't on Bama. And that's where we're in the clown noses right now. Is on Ole Miss
2: is still Ole Miss. That's what that's what they've always been. They always will be. And I'll get I'll get further into it later. In yeah,
0: we'll have plenty of time to talk about Ole Miss. Final uh, crimson bow on this about Bama. Looking, you know, they still have everything in front of them, you know, and and you could argue that outside of LSU, that's the toughest test for uh, for Alabama this year. I mean, Tennessee, you would you would think could be. Uh, they didn't show that at Florida, but you know, on paper, to this point of the season, on this is the toughest test outside of upcoming LSU yep. for Alabama the rest of the year, and they handled it. Alabama handled it.
2: They they have all three of those games at home, too, right? So, there you go.
0: I mean, so, you know, Mm -hmm. aside from, you know, the Tigers going into – They still got to figure
5: it out, man. They got to figure out that identity. They got to figure out what they're doing on offense. And they got to settle in on Milrow. They got to stop with the switching around with Buckner and Simpson because those guys are not it. You got to tailor your offense. You got to go back to – It it wasn't even hurts. It was Blake Sims back before he got his guys in, man. Jacob, they figured, yeah. But I mean, you look at what Sims did in that offense. He didn't. He didn't sit back there and throw all over him and stuff. They they tailored that offense to what he did. He was able to run. He was able to create space and make plays um, with his legs. And that's what you got to do with a guy like Milrow, man.
0: Here's the question though. you're exactly right. They have done that with every other quarterback that has come through there. It's not why, been this late in the season, JP. Why are they not doing that with Milroy because at this point? What does that say about Milroy?
5: What does that say
1: about the OC? I was about to time? say that. that, that's more, that. I feel OCs like that's more. Has to come back yeah. to that could be it, too. That's more on the coaching staff. Okay. So wasn't go.
2: Lane Kiffin the OC for Blake Sims?
0: For one of those, I don't know. Yeah, um, for,
2: why, why I do don't think player? it was, Sims. What, was it Sims. Was it Sims or who was it? Was it? I'm not going to answer that question because I have no I, idea. To be I don't know. With you.
5: But either way, hey, Sims was productive. They, Alabama's <laughs> offense was really good when eventually,
0: Kiffin was there. You, yes,
2: you, you, when you pay credit cards with credit cards, eventually that bill comes due. <laughs> <through. laughs> and sometime, sometime OC after OCs just got to eventually. Yeah, I think it goes
5: back to what like JP said: is like Alabama still got everything in front of him and figured out now, and they can run the West. Right. LSU's got everything in front of them. They figured out. They keep rolling on the train. They are. I mean, it's college football right now. Like we said, man, it's wide open. The only team that yeah. don't have everything in front of them right now is Clemson, Clemson because they've took outs. two L's. Other than that, Four man, it's October. wide open. Bye. It's crazy. Hey, it's crazy. goals to be Dead, 1-0 man. at the end of the week.
0: That's right. Uh, one team still looking to go 1-0, at least in the last few weeks. That's Vanderbilt, uh, falling to the Wildcats of Kentucky. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I told you last week I was worried, um, and – Hmm, (laughs) exactly. JP,
5: talk to me about it. Talk to me me the black and gold feelings behind this because, you know, I I am a backer of Clark Lee. I think Clark Lee is good for that program. I think the boosters and what Vanderbilt does as a university has to be able to put some more money into Nashville, make it more of an attractive place because you can't beat the city, let's be honest. But the recruiting has to be better. The talent on the field has to be better. But when you're in a game like this, where do they fall?
0: It's a good, it's a good question. You know, I, I do believe Clark Lee can can ultimately get this program steered in the right direction. You know, they had uh, made a lot of positive progress uh, last year with those couple of wins against Kentucky and Florida. Now, those came out of left field. Nobody expected those. But he had the boys ready to go. He did for those games. But he also had games like what we saw uh, this past weekend last year as well. Uh, so, I, I don't know. It's um, – We'll wait and see how the how the year goes out, but uh, obviously down on Vanderbilt at the at the moment because they don't appear to be progressing. They don't appear to be progressing, and and a lot of it's though I think fixable things.
5: So like, Swan's the quarterback, right? AJ, right now. All right. So right now, last year. That's last that's year. Last year though, he was rolling with Mike Wright, who made plays with his legs.
0: And, well, for the first couple of games. For,
5: okay. But I mean, what it, it, it was?
0: It was Swan that got those two conference wins, though.
5: Okay, but is there is there a solution coming in saying, okay, hey, maybe we need to slow this down a little bit, run the ball, get, give whether it's Swan or somebody else the ability to come in and, and control that clock, not not try to hit home run every time. Like, where's their identity on offense? I feel like you know, honestly, since I mean. I, I wanted to say color, but it's not color. We look back at thirteen, you look at Pat and Robinette and what they did up in Knoxville and mm-hmm. throughout that year. But you know, Vanderbilt's just missing that identity. They've missed that identity, in my opinion, since Franklin's left. And I think that's what Clark Lee brings. He brings that culture to Nashville. And Lee brings it. It's gotta be bought in by everybody above him. You you gotta you gotta fix dude, the stadium. You got one bathroom. You go to a game, we went They're a couple fixing years all that. ago. They're they are fixing it. fixing it and it's coming. But that helps with your recruiting, getting that talent yeah. on the field, and there's no excuses at this point in a city like Nashville without with the portal that you don't have those cats yeah. on the field, and it's coming, JP. Like, listen, I'm 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 a Tennessee I'm not, fan through and through, and I'm on Clark Lee, but I expected them
0: to be better. I, I haven't given up on them by, by any stretch of the means, but I'm Thank just you, Very disappointed, very disappointed in the way they've act they they played this year,
5: and they fought back there at the end of the they game. Did. It's they just did. it's they, you,
0: they've shown signs of being competitive, and and that's. That's good, but you know they're same thing was the Hawaii first game. You know they go yeah, up big and they let them come right back into yeah, it. so so we'll see what happens. Um, did you guys take anything from Kentucky on this, or was this just Vandy being Vandy? Vandy being Vandy.
5: I think it's Vandy being Vandy, yeah. man. I was mean, it I'm, two pick sixes.
0: Yeah, yeah the turnovers. Same guy. Turnovers yeah. Yeah. The, the same guy. Same guy. Guys, same guy. Tied the SEC yeah.
2: record. Yeah, yeah. and, you, and, you, yeah.
0: and, and Vandy got a couple of turnovers too. Um, uh, it's you know. My they, point to that is, I think it is Vandy being Vandy and
5: not necessarily Kentucky because I'm not in on They're making old, old school I mean, Vanderbilt Ken- mistakes. Kentucky yeah. doesn't look that great. I mean, They on Saturday. They don't look good through and through. They've got, you know, Barry on Brown that, you know, sweet, we're very familiar with from Pearl Cone, man. You get the ball in his hands. He's something special. But
2: Is he the former Vandy kid?
5: He uh, No, Barry on Brown That's- went to Pearl Cone. We played him. Uh, Nashville kid. Nashville kid. We played him in high school. Went to Lexington, did it his freshman year last year. He, I think it was all sec freshman player yeah. of the year he's maybe a stud. i mean he he's a dog man can stretch the field he's housed a couple kicks um since last year but i still think it was more of a telltale on vandy than what it was on kentucky and
4: this is just a preamble of trevor taking uh kentucky over florida this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot and watch
3: <laughs>
0: Uh, mm. all right, uh, we, all right it, sounds, <laughs> it, it sounds
1: more like Trevor took Vandy last week in a bad bet so uh,
0: yeah. all right well uh, before we get out I did of buy this up um
1: 17 and a half though so
0: uh, before we get out of this uh, this first uh, recap segment and and obviously a ton to recap, because it's the first really big week of college oh, football last week. It was a banger of I a mean, Saturday, man. One of the best ones tell. we've had in years, so, through and through. We had a lot, to, a lot of thoughts to get to. Tennessee, UTSA, uh, West. Did you see what you wanted to see?
4: No, no. I, there was a point in time where I'm pissed off, and we're up thirty-one to nothing. And um, you want to say we've been vanilla? Okay, you want to say, oh, it's UTSA, we're going to be vanilla, we're not going to show a lot. Fuck, man, this is the same damn thing we've done ever, through four games so far. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like we trust Joe. I don't feel like we want to even give him an opportunity to throw down the field. I know he's inaccurate, but goddamn. I mean, if we're just going to throw these little screens, uh, I mean, for three- and four-yard games, or if we're lucky, I, I don't know. I just don't like – and maybe there's no doubt about it. We got spoiled last year. It really, the last two years with Hendon Hooker at quarterback in this offense, you got to have a guy that can stretch the field accurately, and a guy that you trust to get the ball downfield to your playmakers. I, I, I'm a little down right now, a little down. And, and to be honest, I kind—I of, didn't really expect them to come out and look any different because yep. this is kind of who we are with Joe Milton at quarterback. At
0: least, well, you're, at least I you're think, down with the win.
5: Think, I think we took yeah, a couple I, shots. I
4: mean, it could always be worse. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but I mean, if you want to be my honest opinion, that's how I feel.
5: And I don't disagree with anything that you said, Wes. The, to me, the positive takeaway was still the defense, man. You look at what Tyler Barron was able to do. You look at where um, that front seven was able to play with a couple key guys out. They needed a good It still back. looks good. Yeah, they did. They still look good. Secondary secondary, still still shaky, still shaky. But, I, you know, I, I did think we took a few more shots with Joe. Joe missed a couple. Um I'm kind of with you of, hey, you know, is Joe the guy? Is Joe not the guy? With what we have on roster right now with Nico behind him, I think, you know, this week is very pivotal in that decision. It is going to dictate how the rest of the season goes. But it goes back to what I said last week with Halsey versus Goalish offense that we ran last year. Now, I understand that we had the Hooker, You had Cedric. You had, you know, uh, Darnell on the offensive line. You had Jalen stretching the field. But my thing is, is, you know, we come off Florida game and Dylan Samson gets zero touches, right? Gets zero touches. He comes into this game. We're still throwing the ball 50% behind the line of scrimmage. Dylan, I think, goes for, what, 120, 138, yeah, somewhere around there, and, and scores twice. But what that did was reduce Jalen Wright, one of the, I'd, I'd say, top three playmaker on offense, to four carries and 16 yards. That's a problem with Halsey is he's got to find a way. We talked about it with Kiffin a little bit about creating those matchups. And Goalers did a phenomenal job of it last year, whether it was Fant at tight end and coming back to fullback and us giving the shovel pass or stretching the field with Hyatt. Halsey's got to find that balance with Joe of being able to throw the ball downfield on early downs and then trusting your run game to do what they do and pick up those pivotal yards. Man, we got three horses three in this Three can go. And, and there's no excuse for a Jalen Wright – or Dylan Sanson to have less than 10 touches a game. And that's back-to-back weeks where, you know, one had zero, one had four. That's what's got to improve going into SEC play, in my opinion. Um, I, I do like where the trajectory is going on the defense. Secondary still shaky. I hope to see more of a Jordan Matthews, find out Ricky Gibson, Danico's back.
3: Let's go, um, on, Jordan.
5: Yeah, I mean, just absolutely step up right there. Win special teams. Jackson Ross was a little bit better punting ball, but – We've got to figure out it's, – it's kind of like we said with Alabama on offense, guys, is we had that identity last year of what we are. What is our identity with Joe? Are we swing pass, home run? Is its is it, it a two-part show? It's so where peers. We Three, four we, games. We, we, third we, quarter of we, the year. We run the rock. We establish it. We go. Got to get your cats in. Space, yeah. 33% just
2: in case we're wondering. 33. Four games
4: down.
0: Uh, 12 uh, games uh, in the regular season. Uh, that would be – Obviously, plenty to say there from last 30%. week, and we got plenty to say coming up, <laughs> including our cat of the week, the do what we do, sweet talking, and cutting the core, plus our pick six and a trip to Alumni Vale. It's all coming up. Southern Roots football show from Southern Roots Radio. Back after this. Included in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound that connects the storytelling and twang from Classic Music Row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singin' River in Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit southernrootsradio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Milltown digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio, come on in and stay a Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. The Society's got you covered there too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music, the best of American Oshery all in one place. Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. Don't forget, Society American Noshery is uh, presenting Fly Fest at the uh, Lawrenceburg Lawrence County Airport. Uh, coming up uh, Veterans Day to honor veterans, a music festival, food trucks, and so much more. Go to etex.com to get your tickets. Fly Fest coming up Veterans Day, brought to you by Society American Ossery, which is the place for all the best of hey man, offering. kudos
5: to our main sponsor
0: Absolutely. society
5: jay gray what they're doing around here with the fly fest and everything else yeah, man that's, that's, that's something's cool completely different that's good stuff
0: so uh looking forward to that fly fest again etix.com you can get your tickets uh, for that uh they'll you'll be able to get up in some type of uh aircraft yeah no right?
5: you'll have a couple there where you can take some flights you can take some uh tours around you know good old lawrenceburg hate you're missing nope. that brother no nope. but it's no, gonna I mean, be I would be there
2: but i 100 percent would keep my feet on the ground all that <laughs> shit. but big event coming big event coming like you i said for the stars,
5: kudos right? to jason and society and those guys putting that on
0: absolutely like <laughs> yes you do all right um we ready for uh for our features this week wes you ready yes sir let's do it Picked off by west brown and his final play is it's a legion here at home scores a touchdown Night, if you're
4: West we talk about the ultimate motivator. We talk about building a culture. We talk about flipping a roster in a short amount of period of time. Oversell it, over-believe it, over achieve it. We damn skip it. And that's what this guy's got young. going. And these kids will run through a fucking brick wall. Yep. And hell, I will too right now.
2: Baco, I'm not going to tell you again. Jinx cannot flush the toilet. He's a cat, for Christ's sake. Yeah.
4: Speaking of running through a fucking brick wall. Yes. We touched on it earlier. And, and it's not a player this week for me is Dan Lanning.
0: There we go. Yeah. This guy uh, said oh, man, two quotes. Go.
4: Two quotes. The game isn't played in Hollywood. Yep, it's played in the grass. Grass.
0: They're Typically fighting turf for here, clicks.
3: Okay.
4: They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. Boys, it was over from the f***ing get go. All right, the boys Oregon kept their mouth shut. Their mouth shut. They believed in Dan Lanning's message. And they came out from the get-go and punched Oregon or punched Colorado in the freaking mouth. Dan Lanning, and, and he's getting shit on by multiple people and everybody that is shitting on him, and and, and it all comes back to the Prime Effect, It right? does. It, there was so many people watching this game, including us. Will we watch this f-ing game if we weren't? In, if, if Prime wasn't there? Hell no. Nope. There's a snowball of Now we're watching Alabama and Ole Miss. We had Alabama and Ole Miss on the TV in the house. Because we were locked into prime and what they were going to do on the road, kudos to Dan Lanning having his kids ready. Oregon's a talented football team. We touched on prime a lot, but the people shitting on Dan Landing are wrong. There shouldn't have been a fucking camera in there to begin with. That's his squad. That's his team. That's his household. Stay the hell out if you don't. If you don't. If you're going to get offended about what he says, but what he said was not wrong, and what he said they went out and did.
1: Hey, just add True. on. To, just add on to that. Like what he said at the end of the game. That you could tell the team was bought in. He's like, "Who do we got to beat next week?" And everybody in the locker room said, "Oregon." It's like, "Oh crap!" They, it, hey, we're our own worst enemy. If we win, we do what we do. What we do. do what uh, we do. We're gonna we're gonna come out on top next week. And I was I, I kind of got chill bumps when I saw that little clip. So. That
0: that was I mean it's it's an understatement to say that was a statement. But Oregon is somebody to be reckoned with this year. Your boy, uh, Penix, too, at Washington. call Penix. The, the Huskies are to be. Th- those two. That game between Washington and Oregon coming up in, uh, I think it's uh, 14th of October, something middle of October. Yep. That may be the game of the year.
4: Just cancel my plans for that
0: weekend. I'm <laughs> <laughs> telling you, that, that's, that's going <laughs> to be a whole game. A f- and yeah. that's a rivalry. They hate each other, too, in that one. So. Uh, Well done. Um, you got two coaches on your Cat of the Week this year.
4: That's where it all starts, man.
0: There you go. I like it. Uh, All right. uh, Let's get on to the next one. Let's do what we do. I kept saying, do what we do. Do what we do. Do what
5: we do. That's why why you do what we do. That's why you do Uh, what you do. You You keep doing what you do. Do what you do. Do what you do. Do
0: what we do. Trust it.
5: Man, so like, I ain't going to lie, I had a little Dan Lanning. Before this, that was close because that pre-game speech, man, and they came out and they bought it and they did what they did. But I'm going to send it back to, one, what a banger of the weekend. All right, banger of college football, and I'm going to take it back to the first game we watched. We get done, um, get a big region dub on Friday night. We're sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings after the fact. Nice. We're watching a little bit of Air Force San Jose State. I hit on this and the long-lost uh Episode of Southern Roots Football, JP of these guys. But man, do what we do. The Air Force, man, our service academy people, yes, man. Air Force dive. came back. We're sitting there watching. The Air Force goes down. Um, you know, they're doing what they do, man. They're running the rock, they're taking care of the football, they're playing defense. They let one or two guys slip down the scene. They get down going into half, I think 20 to 17. Come out the second half. Don't try to make anything special. They do what they do. They sit there. They rush for 400 yards and end up slapping San Jose State, man. You look at these guys, man. You look at what Air Force, Navy, um, Army, you look at what they're able to do is absolutely phenomenal. But Air Force being 4-0, Rushing for 400 yards, picking up that big dub, absolutely phenomenal. They didn't shake when they were down in half, man. Coach got him in there locked in and said, hey, we're going to do what we do. We came out, we ran the football, and they kept pounding that rock. Um, and kudos to Air Force. Kudos to those guys. It takes student-athlete to a complete separate level. Their commitment to excellence, their commitment to service, absolutely second to none. Um, nothing better in my opinion. Point blank.
0: It's not out of the realm of possibilities. Air Force could be the New Year's Six representative for the group of five.
5: Would love could nothing be. more.
0: Because because they're going to be favored or right there at it for the, for the rest of the games in the Mountain West. Yep. I mean, Wyoming's going to be a tough one. Uh, Boise State never came help Boise, we can ask. yeah. So and
5: listen, they got a little, they got a little bit edge. They threw the ball uh-huh. once or twice. I remember we we're sitting there eating, and Westbro said, "Oh shit, they threw it." Air Force just threw the ball, <laughs> got a little completion right there. And guess what? They went back, they handed that ball off, and they ran it all the way down the throats. Man, kudos to those boys. And like I said, kudos to what they do. That's the main thing, man. Don't matter who you root for. There's three teams everybody in this country can pull for, and that's our Service Academy squads. Point-blank period, yeah, man. man. Well, the, we the get
2: tru- Army in a couple weeks. That's going to be a
0: fun There you thing. go. Yeah, it's going to be fun. The true epitome of the do what we do because, you know, this landscape of college football changing uh, over the years, Air Force, still what, Trev?
1: Hey, they're doing what they do, baby. There
0: you go. All right, let's get a little <laughs> sweet talking.
1: Get ready for the bleep. He stole that fucking line from me. I did do that during my college years. I get in a two-point stance. I just freaking hurled right in front of the defender. Hey, that goes to your offensive line, that goes to your coaches, that goes to you. Quit blaming true. everybody else. It is your problem. Everybody grabbing out there. Nobody cut it. Keep driving. Everybody. Grab, grab, grab. That is just dumb. You look dumb. Hey, I mean, don't hold back, sweet. Tell I me mean, s- really fake. F- hey, what what was his name? It doesn't player. matter what his name is, <laughs>
2: LSU's gonna be freaking dogs in the trenches. See, sweet, you are a smart man. Uh,
0: Damn right. <laughs> Damn right, <laughs> All right, sweet. Damn right, indeed.
1: Shit, I got. I got. Le- Leading our out. pick
0: six, by the way. You are a smart bastard.
1: I'm a dumb bastard, but anyways, man. you can put that in the You're clip somewhere. You're a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I got. I kind of got two parts, and the first one, man, I, I'm kind of just piggybacking on what I've done the last couple of weeks. But the first one's kind of a funny story. Went to the. U T Martin UNA A game. That's right. They're coming they're coming well, out. About them hot. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll get to That's that. Crazy. We'll, we'll get to that Bill. in the next segment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Calm down, buddy. Save your load. But look but, at the format. Yeah. Read the damn sheet. <laughs> But no, they they, they come out. And I see this GA. You, you can always tell the GAs from the regular coaches because they're dressed up a little bit nicer. Trying to, they get a little too much swag going on, and they're not carrying a headset. So we know your job, bro. <laughs> but he he's carrying a trash can with a UTM spray painted on it. And I was like, oh, no, 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 that is their damn no, turnover no. Akron, <laughs> hire, Akron turnover tire. I was like, I just knew it. And, I, I mean, I'm sitting there, and I'm just oh. I, I'm, I'm, just waiting for the first turnover. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to dog them the next week. So, here it comes. We get a pick. They run to the sideline. Dude has the ball. Hey, and I'm telling you, I hadn't stood up the whole freaking game. I'm sitting on the front row. I'm standing up looking down the sideline for this damn tire. I'm like, I got to know what the hell's happening right here. And they, they pull a bait and switch, man. It was the coolest thing ever. He runs to the sideline. This is random dude just runs by, grabs the ball, runs to the other end of the sideline, throws it to the backup quarterback. While this is happening, they have formed a tunnel coming down. The guy that got the turnover (laughs) is sprinting down. The backup quarterback throws it midair, and the dude just, you know, Shaq slams it through the fucking trash can. I was like, okay. That was badass. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, we practiced this a little bit. I'm gonna let it slide. Well done. <laughs> I, was, I was so I was I was so ready to be disappointed. I was happy in my boys. You know, trash can kind of stupid, but you know, you pulled it off right there. So Akron, now get on dude. your shit right there. At least not, you a little but but, but but the main thing I wanted to talk about, you know, went went to the tailgate. I had some former athletes that uh, actually run some. Uh, of the fraternities down there, like, hey man, come yeah. down here, have a good time with us. Beer's on us. I get down there, Uh-oh, shit, beer was empty. I, I had all the f-ing seltzers I wanted, but you know, <laughs> Cord, I, I, <laughs> I blame Cord supplying all these damn fraternities with all these seltzers. I couldn't get I I couldn't get a beer to save my life. But you know, after I drank them under the bus, we go into the game, coach. <laughs> Clip that one in right there. Sweet. No big deal. I text them next morning. I'm got, always an O-lineman. Hey, always an old lineman. guys, I'm disappointed in your performance <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> but, no, they, they had a great, great little environment outside. I mean, they, they cut off a whole street. I mean, there's a thousand-plus people out there getting to the game, and, and, and you know, the stands are a quarter full on their side. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, guys, y'all have a quality football Team out here, you and A, pretty solid yeah, program yeah. for where they're at. They're doing some good. Being things. solid too. Yep. I mean, freaking get. You know, I get it. You, you know, you're in the state of Alabama. You want to watch Alabama play? Well, they were done by kickoff. Get your ass in the game, and you watch some good football live. Yep. And uh, you know, and I just want to re- reiterate. Maybe that's a little sensitive because you know I'm I coming like from it. a small school, but you know there is good football going Damn, on at all right levels, there, yes. and you can't beat it live, man. It is great. I mean, I, I guarantee they'd had twice as much fun in the game. UNA had a really good product. I mean, they had a good band. They had some really cool stuff with the LED lights and the jumbo Hey, and they welcomed back their national championship team yeah, 93? 93? Yeah. yeah. Cool as shit. They, they had a really good product going on and not enough people enjoying it. So.
2: A lot of one-on-one family reunions going on in Alabama, too. Don't forget. <laughs> On that note. We <laughs> tweeted it 17 times. Mama, there goes that man again. Deuce chestnut, go chestnuts roast on a damn open fire somewhere. If it's short yardage, get your ass under center and play big boy football, right? DBU on a piece of paper. Fold it up, lock it up, and put it away. Because right now, LSU, we are not. D B U. Gord, I'm sorry, but you know what they say, you can't
1: spell LSU without the L, baby. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't be that dumb, Court. I you mean, now, send time. me that LSU shirt and I'll wear it <laughs> if Gord ain't gonna stick up for his boys <laughs> over here. You guys are <laughs> f***ing
2: mean. <laughs> <laughs> all his medulla oblongata? I guarantee you. So, to get the week started, let's go back to what we always do. Brian Ferentz, after three games, had scored 85 points. After four games, has scored 85, 85 points. points. <laughs> he is now at 21.25 for the year. <laughs> There's some trouble in Hawkeye Villa. Um, Could easily cut the cord um, with Marcus Freeman. We already spoke about it earlier, you know, out of the timeout. But I want to actually look ahead – For a weekend instead of looking back, rainbow flip flops should never be worn to a tailgate. (laughs) Red slacks should never be worn to a tailgate. Button down, oversized white shirts should never be worn to a tailgate. In your tailgate, you should never have a chandelier hanging, you should never have candles burning besides the chafers under their chafing dishes. You should not have a champagne shower in your stadium when you don't win the West. When you are a co-champion of the SEC West, Sands 2003, you should not have a sign saying SEC Western Champions. With all of that being said, you should not have a 20-year a reunion of the SEC West champions when you are the only school in the West to have never attended Atlanta. Hey, Wes, can I ask you a question, buddy? Yep. Where's some place you don't ask an Ole Miss fan directions to? Atlanta. It's at fucking Atlanta because they've never been. They're the only school in the West <laughs> that's never been. And on the last year of the East and West, they will be the only school to never have gone. They've they've never been there. They've never done it. They've never done any of this, but they act all high and mighty. They tell you, hell yeah, damn right, hotty toddy, all this bullshit. All I got to say to cut the cord is the best statement you will ever see. And and JP, if you don't realize, this is my favorite week of the year every year. Go to hell, old miss, go to hell. How about them Tigers, baby? I hate the entire T-Sun, that school up north in Mississippi. They can go to hell. I hate them. They're the worst. And the Grove is the most overrated thing in all of college football. So if you don't know how to tailgate, don't go to the Grove. Come down to Baton Rouge. Go to Knoxville. Go to Tuscaloosa. Hell, go to UNA where they got family reunions. <laughs> 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 <give> <laughs> Fuck all this. Go to hell. Let's go, Tigers. Yeah, boy. Yeah, give me the four nose, JP. Oh. Fire me up, JP. <laughs>
0: Oh man! All right, there you go. We'll let that uh, ragtag tiger band take us to break. Stay tuned. Our pick six trip to Alumniville is coming up next. Southern Roots Football Show. Thank God football is back, right? Hey, this is JP, host of the Southern Roots Football Show. Sometimes the hardest decision is which game to watch. Well, at Society American Oshery on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg, you don't have to worry about that with enough TVs to watch your favorite team wherever they're playing. Now the hardest decision is what to eat and drink. And Society's got you covered there, too. And when the game's over, just turn your chair around and take in the best live music in the area. Sports, food, music. The best of American Noshery all in one place, Society American Noshery, on the downtown square in Lawrenceburg. <laughs> Rooted in Americana, Southern Roots Radio showcases the songs, sound, and lifestyle that is uniquely Southern. Southern Roots Radio features the Mealtown sound. That connects the storytelling and twang from Classic Music Row, the grit and blues from Beale Street, and the rhythm and soul coming out of the Singing River and Muscle Shoals. In addition to the music and local artists, Southern Roots Radio will highlight lifestyle programs from food, culture, and even sports. Visit SouthernRootsRadio.com to hear the sound and find out how you can listen on your mobile device. Based in Mule Town, Digging roots across the country and beyond. Southern Roots Radio. Come on in and stay alive. we not forget to check out the Southern Roots Radio app. It's free and available in the Google Play and Apple stores. Uh, you go to southernrootsradio.com as well. You can find your links there where you can find uh, great music 24-7, also great Southern culture, programs, food, sports, like this one right here, and like the group of five guys that talk all about the group of five, including uh, their picks of the week, and it's time to hear
6: what they have to say about this week coming up. Lock of the week, I got Georgia Southern minus 6.5 versus Coastal. I think I I'm sorry, Steeple, but Coastal they ain't looking that good. I mean, they didn't they didn't look fantastic against um Jacksonville State when we were there. They obviously looked pretty bad against Georgia State, and Georgia Southern's red hot offensively. So I think this is the one time when you might you might want to get in a shootout with Grayson McCall and them. And, and I think Georgia Southern would come out on top. Underdog of the week pick. My South Florida Bulls are four point road dogs at Navy. Navy's a little worrisome, throwing the ball a little bit more often than they usually do. Um, but we're taking the South Florida Bulls as our underdog money line on that game. And then on our over under, could be the lowest scoring game in the history of football this weekend. Jacksonville State at Sam Houston under 36 and a half. Both uh New Conference USA members both have been pretty damn good on defense. Um so we think that's going to continue and we're going to take under on 36 and a half. All right. And by the way, uh, those guys uh were uh in
0: Murfreesboro at Homecoming last week as uh they did their uh, their show live from uh, from their grove uh cord. They have a grove in Murfreesboro next to Peck Hall.
2: Oh, not that one. I love no. Murphy's. Yeah. That's my favorite town. In, in,
0: in- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't be afraid of that mic there, Cord. I know you're not. Uh, all right. So um, uh, don't forget to go to groupof5guys.com. You can uh, find their podcast. You can also uh, link up to their merch. Uh, suite. They've got merch. Uh, some cool merch, too, by the way. So uh, groupof5guys.com. Go check them out. All right. Let's uh, head to Alumniville, and we will start, as we always do, with a fighting Skyhawk to that big win down in Florence, Alabama, in the Singing River.
1: And en- Ended up whooping that ass.
0: Yes, they did. Tamed the Lions of North Alabama. What about um,
1: now? What about them Hawks? Man? Man, yeah, baby. They, let's go. Uh, they, they, they came out bad in the, sec- uh, the first half. I mean, uh, the quarterback really made some really poor decisions. Didn't really do much, but damn, the running game took over. Uh, I I tell you what, one of the best running backs in FCS right now, Sam Franklin, he is running his ass off. I mean, I think he had over uh, 225 yards. I think it was like 230-something is leading the FCS in there you go. Uh, total yards and yards per game. I think he's like top ten in uh, touchdowns on the year. Dude is a cat. Should have been Wes's cat of the week. Woo! I mean, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, they're doing some great things. So, hey, proud, proud of my boys. Doing some good things. I tell you what,
0: you know, last year they were so close to making the playoffs. They got the last week of the year had
1: a coin flip.
0: Yeah, had basically had a coin flip. It sounds like they're back on track to make it this year.
1: Hey, we're coming for them.
0: There you go. Like a little
1: it. bitter this week. I will add this. You know, uh, uh, my old coach, Coach Bannon, got me his front row seats, and they, they had that piss-poor first half uh, performance. I just looked at them. They came to the sidelines. I'm like, Bannon, tell Simpson to run the ball. And he looked at me. He's like, bro, I'm way ahead of you. And they started, started pounding the rock. So, hey, you know, maybe I had something to do with the game plan in the second half. Hey, I, I like know.
0: it. There you go. That and the uh, the trash can uh, as well. What, what do they call that now? Did you ever get a name for that? Uh, I, I don't want
1: to know in case it's something cheesy or shit. So.
5: <laughs> it ain't the turnover tire.
1: That's right. all that matters. <laughs> yes.
5: No, I got that around my waist.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: All right. Uh, We head to uh, Murfreesboro and the Blue Raiders, and they uh, fell at homecoming last week. Colorado State uh, had a lead and then 21 unanswered points by Colorado State. Give them credit, flying across country and uh, hanging in that game and take it over in that second half, and they get the win. That's a big win for the Rams.
5: Tough loss for MT, though, at home on homecoming. Listen, though, all focus is on this week. 100 miles of mm, hate, Yes, JP. indeed. This game, it may not mean nothing to anybody else, but the people in Murfreesboro and the people in Bowling Green are up for this one. It's been rolling. It's been going. It's a fun one, man. It is a. This is one that when we were back in school, this it used to happen on Thursday night. We call it blackout up there in Murfreesboro. Absolutely nothing but a good time. I think Western Kentucky's won four in a row right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they have. Based off last week and what's coming up, mm, Blue Raiders got it cut out for them. Moving uh, forward.
0: Yep. Western fell to Troy last week by three. Uh, of course, middle fell to Colorado State. The game is, Trev, on Thursday night this week. It is part of Conference USA's in midweek Green, game. Right? In Bowling Green, In Bowling Green. Thursday night, CBS Sports Network and uh the Hilltoppers are uh 100 of miles ahead.
5: It's going to be a good yep. one five one half, way or the other. Five and a half yep.
0: point favorites. Go, Blue Raiders. Uh, I like our chances. All right, uh, here we go. Let's get into our pick six. Our other two trips to Alumniville will happen right here in our pick six category. And, uh, Cord, you'll be happy to know we have six in our pick six segment this week. <laughs> Yes. And
2: there's a good chance I'm gonna have the T box for the third straight week.
0: Mm,
3: okay,
0: sure. Mm, uh, mm, on that note, yeah. Last week, Court five, two, and one leading the way. It was uh, yours truly four, three, and one. Trev, Wes, and sweet all three, four, and one overall. Court and sweet now on top fourteen, twelve and one. Wes at twelve and fourteen and one, and Trev and yours truly at eleven fifteen and one. So yes, Court is correct. Mississippi boy. Gets the T box once again after his well, it's uh, five it's wins. Hey, yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Hey, we'll, <laughs> hey, when you're up, you're up. When you're down, I'm going to kick you. All right. Uh, we, we will start off uh, the lone non-SEC game in our pick six this week. It is where game day will be. That is Durham, North Carolina. No, not to see Kevin Costner and the Durham Bulls uh, for Bull Durham. It is uh, to see the Duke Blue Devil football team. Number 11, Notre Dame, 4-1 coming after their loss to Ohio State at 17th ranked Duke, 4-0. Uh, the Fighting Irish, 5.5 point favorites. This game, 6:30 p.m. Central on ABC.
2: Cord, lead us off. I'm going to make this short and sweet because I'm pretty sure Trev's going to just flaunt over Marcus Freeman, Marcus Friedman, Marcus Freeman. But I don't trust his DB to make the call when they got one guy short out there. Give me the Blue Devils plus five and a half on this
0: one. All right, uh, Duke plus five and a half. You know, this is a tough one. Uh, I was high on Notre Dame going into Ohio State. I picked them, uh, and, and, and Notre Dame, I think, outplayed Ohio State for a majority of the game. Unfortunately, poor coaching. Um, yeah. And based on what we've seen this year, Cord, I think you're right. I think the better coach is in Durham. I'm going to go with the Blue Devils to cover this one. Cord,
5: kiss my ass. Give me Marcus Freeman (laughs) and a Fighting Irish right here. Listen, line of scrimmage is going to win this game. They're going to be able to slow down Riley Winter a little bit. Notre Dame wins. They cover. I'd say a touchdown, maybe more.
0: Oh, wow. Give me the Irish. All right.
1: I've never felt more (laughs) confident. Sweet, what do you think? Hey, I'm siding with my boy Cord over here. I'm I'm taking the Duke plus five and a half. Hey, I'm – It's a good spot. You know, Notre Dame got up for OSU, I felt like. Can they do the same thing two weeks in a row? I mean, you can ask anybody up here that has played football. That is a hard thing to do to get you guys motivated two weeks in a row. Uh, Especially after a loss, right? Especially after a loss. I I like Duke right here. On
0: the last play of the game. Last play of the game. Only ten
2: players on the field.
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. All right. Well, this week – I'm going with Rance. If I would went with Rance last week, and Rance, I'm sending Rance a Snapchat right now as we speak. Um, I would have went five, two, and one. Rance likes the Blue Devils. And you okay. can follow Rance on Twitter at <laughs> Rance. That's R-A-N-C-E-W-R-I-G-H-T-1. At Right one for all of your gambling fucking picks. game. We had for three weeks.
0: All right, we head to the SEC, eleven AM uh Central on ESPN. It is twenty second ranked Florida three and one at undefeated four and Kentucky, unranked. And how about the homestanding Wildcats from Lexington? A two and a half point favorite in this one. I will get us started off. Uh, I mentioned uh, two weeks ago. That uh, after the Florida Tennessee game, Florida is a better team than we think. I'm sticking by that. I like the Gators to win this one and cover this easily. They win it outright. I'm going with the Gators. 11 a.m.
5: 11 a.m. kick, JP. A lot of things can happen. Gut says to go with Florida, but I'm going to take Kentucky. Okay.
0: I like it.
1: All right. Sweet. I, I, I'm going to disagree with you, Trevor. I mean, I'm liking Florida right here. I mean, they. They actually got the number one pass defense uh, in the SEC right now going on. They're doing some good things. I know they started off slow. I mean, maybe they're figuring it out. But, you know, it's kind of hard to pick Kentucky right here. So, I'm going to go Florida. There
0: you go. All right, Rance. Rance likes Florida <laughs> at
4: Kroger Field.
2: There you go. <laughs> Come on, Gord. Give Gord, me, give me one. Well, Trev, I hope you love me, buddy, because uh, we're going Big Blue Nation again. Really? Yes, fuck Sunbelt, Billy. Give me the, the Wildcats.
0: Oh, you're going with the Final emotional pick. You know what happens there, Cor, with emotional picks. Hey, All right, I
2: can, I'm can. i listening from down below me in
0: the standings. Yes, that's uh, true. Touche. All right, uh, up next, Texas A&M 3-1, big win over Auburn last week. Take it on Arkansas 2-2, two two, A&M 6.5-1 favorites. It's also at 11 a.m. Central, uh, kickoff on the SEC Network. I'm assuming this game is back at Jerry's World. In um, the Arlington, Texas area, uh, Texas A&M again six and a half point favorites. Trev lead us on.
5: Man, um, you know A&M's coming into it with uh, was it? Connor Wiegman's out for the year. He is out. For Johnson the year. came in was very serviceable on it, but six and a half is an a. It's a lot of points, man, for a guy like KJ um, after his performances last week. Give me KJ plus six and a half. Arkansas. All
1: right, Trev going with the Arkansas Hogs. Sweet. Hey, the, the past the past couple years, this has been a dogfight for both teams. I think the six and a half is a lot. I mean, I'm not saying Arkansas is going to win, but I like the points. I'm going to take Arkansas. Arkansas for
0: sweet. All right. Wes and Rance.
1: Rance loves some K.J. Jefferson this week. Okay. He said
4: woo pig. All right. woo, woo, woo pig. pig. <laughs> well, calling them hogs, Cord.
2: Yeah, I, I know I, I, I wanted to do that by myself I thought for sure y'all would take the fight Fisher, Bobby Patricia, you know, whoever it is Calling plays and that one uh, No, I, I think Max is going to do really good things there You know, gave us 14 really good starts here in Baton Rouge After watching KJ It's, it's, it's a neutral side game I, I, think, I think it's going to be a very high scoring game Let me put this right here to you Lock over Take the over I don't care what it is, lock it in Give me the Arkansas Razorbacks.
0: All right, Cord going with the Hogs. All right. And so you look- can
1: find them on Twitter or R-A-N-C-E-W-R-I-G-H-T-1.
0: <laughs> it's actually Cordless 13. Cordless
2: 13. Yeah. Cordless 13. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, um, uh, I think it was um, uh, Sweet over here that mentioned uh, Petrino, and uh, he went with the Hogs. I'm going to go with the Hog, but the Hog that Petrino rode on while in Arkansas, A M and the backup Johnson, who was a stalwart Uh-oh. coming in. I'm going with A and M. They win this thing, and they cover Uh-oh. by damn, six JP and a half. Get fired, fired up, yes, baby! Like Come on, A and M. Jimbo's got boom, them boys boom, going. Got them boys damn, going.
2: He just took one guy. To-
0: uh-huh. All right, uh, up next. Uh, <laughs> All it took was a
5: Johnson reference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Randy. Georgia, top-ranked team in the country against Auburn in uh, on the Plains. Uh, the Tigers, the oldest Southern rivalry in college football. Uh, Auburn 3-1 and one coming in after the loss to AM. Georgia, 14-and-a-hook, 14-and-a-half point favorites. This game, to 30 Central CBS down on the Plains. Uh, sweet, lead us off on this one, Georgia and Auburn.
1: Hey, I, I didn't think Auburn was that impressive in their last start. Is this the game that Georgia finally comes out and, and declares they're the number one team in the nation? I think it is. I'm Ooh. taking Georgia. Okay.
0: I thought he was going to do a rope-it-up on it. What's his name? Or is it the team? No, it doesn't matter what their team is. All right, go ahead. All right, what do you got, Wes?
4: I mean, Auburn has not proved the ability to score and against Power five squads, right? Georgia's got an excellent defense. Don't give a shit if it's on the road. Rant said this morning it was going to be a decent game at halftime, and Georgia's going to kick their ass second half. We're going Georgia.
0: All right. Court?
2: That time y'all went away from Auburn. Y'all had him in California. Y'all had him in College Station last week. It's just they don't have a quarterback. It's bad yeah. down there. Hugh Freeze, I- I'm scared he's going to get this thing going. I know it. But he's got to get the quarterback in there, and they don't have it right now. Give me the Bulldogs minus the All half.
0: All right, uh, core going with the Bulldogs. Uh, you know the Plains, and uh, when that Eagle flies to start uh, it's pregame, one of the
2: coolest things
0: in yeah, it's a it's a great place, and uh, you know that only only one uh, school has a uh, a miracle on the Plains uh, thirty for thirty for them. I'm not saying the miracle happens, but I do think Albert's gonna cover. Go with the Tigers, baby. Go with the Tigers oh, to cover. At, he frees. He you said he's gonna figure it out. I think this is the week he figures it out. JP,
2: the energy you're bringing I'm not sold. I'm, oh not, sold God, God. Totally I'm not sold on Georgia. I'm not
0: sold on Georgia. I'm just not. Well Jack, oh, Jack man, I'm gonna is. tell you this. You're wrong. man. did <laughs> this you watch all of this last
4: week? Holy this is the week. Shit. Georgia
5: flexes their <laughs> muscles and absolutely puts themselves head and shoulders as the number one team in the country. They beat a very, very bad Auburn offensive-driven team. Hitting on what Court said. They do not have a quarterback right now. <clears throat> Maybe close for a possession or two. Georgia takes
0: it. Georgia pulls away. Give me the Bulldogs. Big. Right. All right. There you go. JP, right. Is
2: that two by yourself? That's
0: two in a row by myself. Yes, sir. Hey,
2: man, I've been feasting
0: on those. Yep. There you go. I'm taking a playbook from uh, one raging Cajun over there. All right. <laughs> uh, up next, South Carolina two and two, uh, heading into uh, this weekend. Traveling to Tennessee six thirty on Rocky Top SEC Network. That would be seven thirty local time because it's Eastern Time Zone. West knows about that time zone. West will pick last on this one. Uh, court will get us started off. 12 and a half point favorites, the Vols 3 and 1 at home court.
2: Ah, I, I had a great time in Tennessee and I love it. And the only time I picked against them this year, they embarrassed me. But I think they win the game. I just don't I just don't trust the play calling. I don't I don't trust 12 and a half and I think I think South Carolina can score enough to stay within the number. So give me uh, the Gamecocks plus 12 and a half. Sorry, guys.
0: Uh, court, you know, I, I'm – Kind of in line with you. I think it's uh, back-to-back weeks. Wes uh, has not been happy with uh, with what uh, the offense has done. Of course, with Milton, do they trust Milton to do what they need to do? They haven't showed it yet. South Carolina showed to be tough. Uh, they had the lead of Georgia against ha- at halftime. I like the Gamecocks to cover this one, and, and they play them tough. I mean, we know what happened last year. So I'm going with the Gamecocks to cover. I do think Tennessee wins. So. Trip, hard
5: to disagree with what either one of you guys said. Um, especially going back to what we talked about earlier with the play Calling, um, with Halsey coming in there, and with Milton and getting settled in, and some continuity on that offense. Um, but if this is a night game in Neelan. It's going to be electric. I do not trust Spencer Radler, um, Juice Wells. They're guys. They're guys out. They're guys out, <laughs> man. Hey, put Trey Knox and Leggett in the box, and what? Put them in a phone booth, man. Put them in a phone booth. Secondary is going to show up a little bit. Defense, that front seven is going to keep doing what they do. Tennessee is going to come out and establish that run. Joe's going to hit a couple deep shots. Tennessee, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a game. The line is 12-and-a-half.
1: Tennessee pulls away late, covers that 12-and-a-half. Give me Tennessee.
0: There you go. Going with the orange.
1: Sweet. I mean, I got some stuff wrote down here that I was going to say, but nobody gives a shit what I want to say. Everybody wants to get to West. Give me South Carolina to cover. I think Tennessee is going to get uh, get the W, but I'm going to take South Carolina to cover. All
0: right, sweet. Going with the Gamecocks. West.
1: My first initial reaction is – what the f twelve and a half?
3: <laughs> are you
4: kidding me? Like, I mean the the environment's gonna be electric, a night game of needling, the dark mode jerseys are gonna be in all black. It's gonna be fing loud, it's gonna be neat as shit. But it gets back to we are what we are offensively. And it gets back to we are what we are in the secondary and we've seen what happened last year. I don't I don't know if I can trust these guys with twelve and a half points. I'm gonna have to take South Carolina.
0: All right. Oh, is that you or is that Rance? Oh, I'd, he let you do this one, right?
4: Well, that, I put an X by that one before we even okay. talked about it because okay. I mean, for the same reasons. I mean, yep. a lot. And that's just pure logic through four,
0: What I've seen with my own eyes. Giving that games. solo,
5: dove. This is where the boys break out.
0: Okay. Hey, I'm here for it. Yep. It's All right. Uh, we'll all we'll all cheer you on for that one. All right. We will uh, round out uh, our pick six uh, this week as we head uh, to the Grove in Oxford. As 20th-ranked Ole Miss Rebs uh, host the 13th-ranked Tigers of LSU, also 3-1, and one. LSU road favorites, 2.5 points, 5 o'clock on ESPN Central. That is local time, plenty of time for the Grove to get liquored up under their chandelier center their tits. tits. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, Cord will go last. So, Wes, will get us started on this one since I skipped him on that one. We'll skip you, Cord, and come back to you later. Hey,
4: th- this I told Trevor earlier when I got here, like, this is the one that I, I'm ready to watch. Like, I told him, I'm going to be over here for this game on this back porch because I think LSU is about to go in and go to hell oh Miss.
0: Give me the Tigers. There you go. All right. Uh, Wes, going with the Tigers. Um, you know, I'm, I'm with you too. I'm so glad this thing is less than three. At two and a half, it's it's almost like a pick 'em. Um, and I do think it'll be close, but, uh, you know, what we saw with, uh, with Kiffin last week in, in Alabama, I, you know, I think the Tigers are rolling. Jane Daniels, neighbors, um, studs. Uh, they're just, they're just rolling right now. And, and, and the Tigers have it going. And, you know, hearing, um, Hearing Cord talk about this is his biggest rivalry. Uh, I like it, um, and you know when the Tigers get get ready for this, there's nothing more sweet, I would imagine, Cord, than going into Oxford and the Grove and shutting up the the preps from uh, from Ole Miss. Right? I'm a prep too. I could say that too. So you know that's. But 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 I I like I like LSU. A long way of saying I like LSU to cover. Trev, sorry.
5: No, I mean, I'm with you. Here's my thing. We talked about it earlier. It's like Kiffin, Kiffin didn't have these boys ready to go into Tuscaloosa back where he was coming from. To, after everything, he runs his mouth about going. And the motivator that he is, he did not have these boys ready. The offense wasn't ready in Tuscaloosa in a game that they probably should have won. Here's the thing. Bama's going to be better next year. They pissed that away. This game being in Ole Miss in Oxford – they got the boys from the Bayou coming up, and they're going to slap them around. It's going to be oh. ugly. Two and a half is low. Jaden's going to eat. Malik's going to go downfield. He's going to throw his hand up, and he's going to catch that <laughs> football, and he's going to roll in the ends on two or three times. Listen, let the boy, Perk, eat on defense. Give me LSU, and LSU by a lot, man. I'm not confident in what Ole Miss is doing right now with the cats they have on offense. LSU, all the way.
1: All okay. right. Sweet. Hey, I'm, I'm watching last week's game, LSU's game, and all I could think of was Cord saying, hey, you write DBU on a paper, <laughs> wad it up, you throw it away, what, whatever the hell he said. You know, I, I agree with – I, I, I mean, a smart man said that, right, Cord? But a smarter man said, it doesn't <laughs>
3: fucking <it> matter.
1: <laughs> Give me the Tigers.
0: Oh, sweet. You're best for last. I love it. All right, Uh, Cord, wrap us up, you Tigers. Why are they going to win? Why are they going to cover in Oxford?
2: (laughs) They're going to win because they're the better football team. They're going to cover because they're the better football team. They're going to win the entire day. Somebody's going to drop a tent right in the middle of the grove, (laughs) shit on them, to hell with them. Go to hell, Ole Miss. Go to hell. There'll be another year, like I said earlier, and cut the cord. You will not be in Atlanta. You will officially be, since the division started in 92, the only team to from the West to not make their way into Atlanta. We're not talking AFM. <laughs> those losers. Those guys are back there with the, by themselves. But the Tigers are better because of Jalen. The Tigers are better because of Brian Thomas. The Tigers are better because of Malik Neighbors. The Tigers are better because of Logan Diggs. The Tigers are getting better. They will get better on defense, hopefully. But Lane doesn't know what he's going into. Jalen, Jaden Daniels is going to wreck shop this weekend. Go to hell, Miss. Go to hell. The Tigers win big, baby. Tigers win big. Throw the mortgage on them. Put it the lock of the century. Tigers by fifteen. Ooh, Let's go.
0: Fifteen. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Good deal.
2: That's an alternate spread on. Uh, I got a guy who's going <laughs> to take it. We'll give it to you. I may get a kickback on that. Tonight,
0: <laughs> what, what, what's your Twitter handle there, uh, Cord?
2: <laughs> Cordless. 13. Cut, cut. <C-O-R-D-L-E-S-S-S-3> That's What happens? <L-E-S-S-S-3> you cut it. S <laughs> S thirteen.
0: Cordless thirteen. Oh, man. All right, so everybody on the uh, the Bayou Bengals of LSU at Ole Miss, two and a half. Everybody but Trev on uh, South Carolina to cover the balls, 12 and a half point favorites on Rocky Top. Everybody but yours truly on Georgia. To dominate uh, the Tigers uh, of Auburn, the Plains Tigers, fourteen and a half point favorites there. Everybody but yours truly again on Arkansas to cover their six and a half point dog against A and M. Kind of split on Florida at Kentucky, two and a half should be a fun one there. And then everybody but Trev is on the Duke Blue Devils at home to cover their five and a half point uh, spread there. All right, uh, so uh as we wrap up every show and every episode we figure out what we learned trev we'll start with you what'd you learn
5: it's still wide open baby i mean college football we, we said it last week it's the best sport on earth for a reason the main thing is, is you want to look at your your top tier teams your, your ranked guys your alabama um, even your Tennessee. you want to see these perennial guys that have a chance ole miss for example Just find your identity man Find it, go with it, rock with it. Everybody's open but Clemson right now.
1: What a heck of a year. All right, sweet. What would you learn today? Uh, You know, I learned it this weekend. College kids have turned into pansies. They can't drink beer like a man anymore, so, you know, we're going to move on about our rat killings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, your Skyhawks are good. Pretty damn good. They're good. Wes, what would you learn? I'm
1: going to be glued in at
4: 11 o'clock to watch Colorado play USC at home. At 11 o'clock local time. No, yeah. That's 9 a.m. on the West Coast, i am trying to. Or out in mountain time or whatever yeah. the f well, it's,
0: it's, it's 10 mountain. It's 9 USC time. Yep.
4: Okay, so it's at Colorado. So it'll be 10 yeah, o'clock. 10 o'clock. So it'll be but breakfast. Breakfast with the Trojans yep. and Buffaloes. Still so early, though. That's early, early. 10 o'clock kick. Hell yep. yeah. For big, college big, kids, that's. Big noon Fox. Fox Big Noon right. going to be there. Again. Get out of the bed. Get ready. Get ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm still, we'll, we'll be tuned in. Good there
0: stuff. Go. There you go. Core. what'd you learn today?
2: Hey, to just piggyback off of West right there, so you're going to be tuned in at 11. Again, piggyback off of everything everybody said. Tuned in at 11, tuned in at 2.30, tuned in at 5. What another great season of college football, boys. Damn like, right. it, it, it's, it I mean, it is the thing. And I've learned that I've already known Go to hell, Ole Miss! I gotta get one more of those. Thank you, love you
0: guys. Oh man! All right, uh, that's gonna do it for this edition of the Southern Roots Football Show, Episode Five, Week Five Preview, and uh, lots of fun. Uh, appreciate to, to Trev and uh, your better half for hosting us here on the porch
5: anytime for this week, anytime. Uh,
0: and uh, hopefully uh, next week we'll be back live at uh, Society, maybe on a different night because uh, we got midweek games in Middle Tennessee. got a wednesday game next week
5: we can bring it back to the porch we'll we'll figure
0: we'll figure what we'll do but uh we'll we'll still have a show because we got a lot obviously if you listen to this episode we have a lot to say as the football's getting good it is wide open there's a lot to be determined how fantastic would it be if we had the 12 team playoff this year oh jesus it's
5: coming it's coming
0: it's coming Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. Southern Roots Football Show on Southern Roots Radio. For Trev, for Sweet, for West, for Core, the Rage Trev. of Cajun. I'm Jack Plan. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. I think